I'm Cesar Rubio, five-time past master of Palm Springs Lodge number 693, and this is Masonic Muscle, where we focus on the strongest aspect of Freemasonry, a virtuous education of the mind, fortifying it with wise and serious truths, encouraging all brethren to increase their level of fitness one degree at a time, making exercise and study a cornerstone of our daily routine because Freemasonry is work. When you put in the work, you get closer and closer to the point within the circle. Masonic muscle. We give you more light, but no light weights. So get to it. And let's get started. And how are you all today? Hey, happy Monday. Happy Monday. Uh, real quick, man, if uh, all of you, all of you brethren... If you've been enjoying the Masonic Muscle podcast, I'd really appreciate it if you took just one minute to give me a review on iTunes or Spotify. It helps me out a lot. And if you've done that already, thank you so much. Please consider sharing the shows with friends or family members, and especially Masons, who you think would get something out of it. Word of mouth is a primary way Masonic Muscle grows and spreads. That's it. Uh, please share, text a friend, send an email, do whatever, however you communicate. Tell them to check out a particular episode if you think they will get something out of it. And you can also make donations to the show. Just click on the link, fill out the form, and donate whatever you feel you can donate. If I've brought any kind of value you know, to, uh, you know, to your day as you're driving, as you're working out, as you're doing some push-ups, whatever it is, and... Uh, you feel it in your heart, you want to buy me a cup of coffee, please do. I really appreciate it. And thank you for your continued support. Now on to the show. Uh, in case you don't know, I think I mentioned him before, but Masonic Con is coming up here starting July 22nd through the 24th. And that's going to be at Pasadena Lodge number 290. Uh, you can go on to MasonicCon.com. And you can check out all, all of uh, the information that you need. Uh, get your tickets. There's different types of tickets. As I'm going on the website right now. These guys have done an awesome job. So right now, the virtual pass is 25 bucks, pre-sale price. Uh, once that's over, it's going to be 33 bucks. The all-access pass is $99 after the pre-sale uh event here it's going to be 130 and then you have the executive 130 bucks after the pre-sale little deal it'll be 155 bucks and they all have different obviously different uh things you know the 99 dollar one you have access to all the lectures and panels access to all screenings and questions and answers you have access to all vendors, lunch on Sunday, Saturday, I mean, Friday reception, festive board, Masonic Con, shot glass, yeah. And then the big dog one, the $130 one, you have access to all the lectures and panels, everything I just read, all right, festive board, Masonic Con, shot glass, Masonic Con sticker, Masonic Con pin, Masonic Con coin, Masonic Con hat, limited edition Masonic Con mini poster, two drink tickets, yeah. If you see that, if you see me there, you find me there, uh, and you get some of these, I'll have a, I'll have a, a drink with you. I don't know what the drinks are or what they're gonna be, but let's do it. 
And of course, the schedule, July 22nd, day one, doors open at 530. Uh, welcome address is 730, 8 p.m. Uh, Masonic Com Pop Culture Festive Board, and then 1130, Lodge closes. So the Festive Board, that's going to be the big dog right there. All right, we're going to have all kinds of speakers. If you guys, again, if you guys go on MasonicCon.com, uh, this is loaded. We're going to be loaded. So I'm, I am honored, and this is a privilege for me. I, I really hope to meet some of you guys there, uh, some of the brothers from my lodge, some of the uh, prospects that have been coming around and have gotten to know me a little bit, have been listening to the podcast, uh, ask me questions, and then others, uh, other listeners who have been there. Yeah, and then if you go on there, if you go on to the website, MasonicCon.com, there you see my picture. Yeah, I took that picture thanks to one of our brothers from Palm Springs Lodge, Guillermo Morales. Yeah, he's one of our newer Master Masons. He uh, went down to Lodge with me and went down to the library and, and helped me take all kinds of pictures. And these were the, these were the ones that people most liked. And so, uh, you know, showed it to my friend, showed it to... Uh, my best friend, uh, my wife, and instantly it was it was uh, be it was this this one between this one and another one that's kind of similar, uh, but they really enjoyed that one, and so did I. You know, they they really dug it, and I enjoyed it. And thank you, Guillermo. Uh, you came down, and you came through in the clutch. Thanks for that. Mm. Uh, let me get some water there. So anyhow, hey, get on the get on the website buy your tickets and let's uh have a good time out there let's have some fellowship let's increase the size of our little lizard brains with some masonic knowledge and uh, just have a great time a great time all right now i recently got like i told you i recently got the fraternal review 2021 annual and it's an awesome, it's an awesome annual. Uh, it's got all the, it's got 11 issues covering from February to December. And covering a, a good array of different topics. The, my favorite ones that, that I noticed right there, right off the bat, was uh, Stoicism and Freemasonry and then Fourth uh, of July, right? Uh, the the American Revolution, which we're still all month long, we're celebrating this, and we, and we should be celebrating it all the time. We have a major sense of disconnection with our history, though. Uh, I've been listening to some of the other podcasts, Masonic podcasts, and they, they had some pretty good uh, topics. Uh, the two topics I think that came up this year so far was patriotism and nationalism. And what kept coming to mind is one of the things or, or several of, of the things that were really not being talked about. You know, those guys are, are and I think uh, I heard one from Masonic Roundtable and then... Um, uh, the other one was the winding stairs. 
And what wasn't being mentioned and talked about, because they have their own particular focus for that particular episode. But um, you're talking about the, the founding fathers, you're talking about the colonies, and you're talking about uh, for, uh, 4th of July and the us declaring our independence from the empire. What, some of what was going on, though, in the thought process that they, that, that they were going through in order to form, formulate w what they were thinking and what they were trying to say were concepts like, were concepts like sovereignty, self-reliance, um, God-given rights, um, these concepts were, that's all they were. They were just ideals. They were ideas and they were completely out of normal everyday, uh, you know, thinking and speaking, especially if you came from the old world where you still had Kings, you know, Spain, France, England, uh, they were making a trend. They were trying to make a transition, but nobody really had. And so even though we were over here, in the colonies, and we were self-governing, the majority of these colonies were either corporations or, uh, you know, they, they were granted charters uh, by the king to exist, and uh, most of them had a lot of the powers that we eventually would encapsulate inside the Constitution. You know, some of these colonies had the power to print their own money, they had the power to make their own laws. Yeah, they still answered to the king. And a lot of those colonists were still loyalists. Even after the Declaration of Independence, they, they, were, they were torn. Because from what I understand, they were still proud to be considered English you know, citizens. They wanted to continue to be part of the, of the empire, but... At the same time, they they understood that these taxes and all that were were and not taxes and all that there there were things happening. There were other things happening that were beginning to make them feel like their rights were being suppressed. And an interesting side note is that one of the first things that England tried to do to make us kneel, you know, and bow down before any shot was fired was they waged economic warfare on the colonies. As soon as they found out, the king found out and the bankers found out that the colonies, one of their secrets to why they were so prosperous was uh, some of the colonies were printing their own money called colonial script. And they will only print it according to how much they need to make commerce move that much faster. So there was no inflation or anything like that, overprinting of money. They just printed exactly what they needed. And this came from Benjamin Franklin's own mouth. And when he went over there to England to go visit and talk and, and try to mitigate some of this stuff uh, between the colonies and England, he mentioned this. They asked him, they, they flat out asked him, what, what, what did he attribute the colony's success and prosperity. And he said, well, 
in the colonies, we print our own money and only as much as we need in order to facilitate commerce. And therefore, we know nothing of, you know, any uh, poor people on the street or anything like that. Because as soon as, as soon as they found out, the English found out, they immediately took the, that right away from the colonies. And all of a sudden, the fortunes were reversed, you know, within years. Now there was people on the streets with no jobs and, and you know, all kinds of mayhem was caused because they were able to take control of our power to print our own money at no interest. It's a very, very important point. And what are we experiencing right now? We're experiencing the Fed just, you know, quantum easing the hell out of everything. They're just printing the hell out of the money in the hopes that they can correct this thing when we know deep down, we do understand it. We understand that this is not the solution. And I don't know if the solution is that we have to have a, you know, a gold-backed economy or a silver-backed economy or anything like that. Uh, which, by the way, the dollar, the original dollar, what, what I think in the Constitution or some of our original documents describe the original dollar of being a silver coin. And, you know, even down to its precise grains, you know, 379 fine grains of silver or whatever, that's, that's a dollar. And we don't have that anymore. Well, guess what? There isn't enough silver in the world or gold in the world for us to back up our, you know, our dollar. There just isn't. So that's not exactly the solution either. Uh, but it's somewhere in there. Anyhow, these are some of the things that, it, that were, in my opinion, uh, not really discussed as far as Fourth of July and, and independence and what was going on in the background. And I'm going to get into it a little bit more in, in, the, in the, these next couple of days here. I'm going to be putting out some more episodes so that... Uh, we we give we give maybe each one of those topics a, a little bit more you know more attention so that we can understand you know because it just wasn't about patriotism and nationalism it it just wasn't about that you know you had these concepts you have these these high ideas now that were that were coming out from uh, Locke and and uh, Paine Thomas Paine and these other thinkers that understood government, that understood the machinations of the past. And what did we have to do in order to break away from it? What did we have to do? And by the way, the English language in itself is only, it only consists of like 800 words or something like that. And a vast majority of it is it derives from French. When you control someone's language, what the words mean, you control their reality. So we were also coming up with concepts to try and figure out what our language was going to be and, and how it was going to be expressed and what words meant. So the founding fathers were fully aware of the power of words as well. Anyhow, that's all I have for you today. Again, Masonic Khan, 
this July 22nd through the 24th, I'm going to be one of the, I'm going to be on a panel is what I'm going to be with two other Masonic podcasters. I'm going to be, uh, I believe the uh, facilitator is going to be Rob Johnson. And he just celebrated, I think, 10 years of podcasting. And you can go on to his website. He's got all kinds of stuff. He's got books. He's got uh, merchandise. I'm not there yet. I want to get there and provide these, uh, these other uh, things for you so you can show your patriotism towards Masonic muscle. All right. So with that, you guys have a great day. Get out there and get some. Get out there and take control of your health. Take control of the thoughts coming into your little lizard brain. Make it into a big brain. Connect to the Wi-Fi that's out there. All right? And enjoy. Strong sessions are calculated to inculcate in the mind of the novitiate the importance of subduing our passions and improving ourselves in masonry, feeding the attentive ear with the sound of the instructive tongue, endeavoring to add to the common stock of knowledge and understanding, effectively spreading the cement of knowledge and wisdom, and hopefully spreading some enthusiasm to get out there and get your body in motion. Go into your lodge's library and look up those books about the mysterious origins of Freemasonry. How about that?